Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to the Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Ratliff. I'm your host. And today we are so lucky to have Dr. Bahwana with us, who is going to share her journey as a mother and a medical professional. And I'm so excited for you to get to know her. I'm excited to get to know her more. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bahwana. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm very excited to be a part of your show and you're doing awesome job, uh, Chad. Ah, thank you so much. So can you tell us a little bit about you and your journey as a mother thus far? Okay, so let me tell you about my professional front. At first, I'm a doctor and currently I work as a consultant for HIV for University of Washington's ITEC, that is International Training and Education Center for Health. So I am a mother of a beautiful boy. His name is Kaisar and he is a child with autism. How old? He's seven years old now. When did you know that he was on a unique journey that might include autism? Uh, He was a little different from right from his birth. So you might have seen the neonates who uh, actually can sleep for even 24 hours. And my boy was there who couldn't even sleep for two hours a day. Wow. So he was different right from his birth. But to speak actually about his symptoms, then probably when he was uh, one and a half years old. So that time I realized he was more different than what I initially thought. Uh, As a doctor, I could understand that he was different. But as a mother, I wasn't ready to accept it. I was in denial. Wow. I was in denial. And, uh, you know, I tell you, he was two when he was actually diagnosed. So my family members, my brother made me to see a doctor. You need to go and see a doctor because your child is different. And as a doctor, you to understand that uh, he has autism. So when the, that final diagnosis was made, when that probable diagnosis as autism came on the paper at that time, you know, so I went through all stages of grief which is mentioned in our medical books. So you, so there is some shocking news. You have that denial. Then you go through the guilt factor, then anger, and then uh, depression. I actually bypassed the state of depression. And if at all it was there, it was for a very brief time. The depression I suffered later in my life, not at the time of his diagnosis. So then finally, I came to the stage of acceptance and hope. So I went through all those stages and now I can validate those since I personally have gone through those. I can validate. Yes, that happens. Um, How long did that take to go through those stages? It was a brief time for me, 15 days, for, but for uh, uh, my husband, in his case, he stayed in denial for longest of the time I know, uh, at least for two years. And those two years had been very difficult for us. 
because I wanted to put my child on therapies and he wasn't ready for that because he wasn't ready to accept that the child was different. So uh, that was also a time of struggle. But finally, later when my child became four years old, he realized that now he really was different. So, but ultimately then uh, he was two and we, I, I put him on the therapies. So there had been tussle between I and my husband, but still I put him on the therapy and finally we both came on the same page. And did your husband want him to just go traditional school, regular classroom or, and no therapy or what did he want? It is a very natural, I would say, instinct as a father. He did not want to accept that he was different and he really thought that if Kaisar spends more time with the children of his age, then probably he would start speaking and uh, gaining all the skills, uh, age-appropriate skills. That was his thought process. I see. So parallelly, because I wanted him to put into the therapies and he wanted him to put to the school where he spent most of his time with his peers. I see. So we did both, parallelly. So that as husband and wife, we have a cooler life. So that's why apparently we did things. Where are you both now currently? Are you uh, come closer to the same page now or still yeah, yeah, in different yeah, yeah. places? Yeah. So it's been three, more than three years we have been on the same page. And now he thinks that, okay, so what you were telling was right. And we could probably follow as you think. So... Once you go through the stages of grief, do you still, you know, still struggle sometimes with the or no troubles? No. If you ask me about if there's any grief factor, so no, no. And even when I said that I went through those stages, it only because, you know, I thought I wasn't ready as a parent because I had prepared myself a lot because I am a little bit of that perfectionist kind of person. So when I was pregnant with Kaisar, so I had gone through all the material on the internet and also I read a lot of books on parenting because I wanted to be a perfect mother for him. But when he came in, he had his own uh, attitude and aura and then I realized, oh my God, whatever I had gone through was actually not of any use in his case. Because so that was for uh, a certain kind of... (laughs) Certain kind of, uh, for an example, so if the if your child sleeps for this many hours, then you should be feeding him, uh, breastfeeding him after these many hours, and all those things couldn't fit in our case. Wow! So there are so I found a lot of differences what the parenting books talk about and what we actually need to do as autism parents, autism caregivers. So that's what I think. Wow. So um, your training in the medical field doesn't, isn't for um, autism related. So uh, medical field talks about how to diagnose, how to manage, how to provide support, care, therapies. It doesn't talk about how to be a parent. Right. I know. That's what we talk about here, I guess. (laughs) So how how do you do it? So what's your secret? You don't, you don't suffer any grief or depression over your child with his autism diagnosis anymore? It's all in the past? Depression I suffered, but not because of my child's status, because unapologetically ambitious person. 
and at the same time i am that person since the age of 10 i always wanted to be a mother ah just imagine a person who is ambitious and always into you know thought process of a, a motherhood sounds exhausting so, uh, yes yeah, so uh, i was at peak of my career uh, 3 years back it was i was working with the best of the world all of a sudden then i thought okay so i needed to be a perfect mother so that was the time i left my job behind i thought i should be spending time with my child because he needs me more so uh, it went well for 6 months or so but th- then i realized there's a huge vacuum in my life because i wasn't doing what i love i love to work i am that ambitious person whatever people call so uh, i don't care and i wanted to be uh, who i am but at the same time i am that mother i have always been that mother so then i realized okay if i'm not happy then there is no use of being a perfect mother so i won't be a perfect mother in that case so that was the biggest time and uh, i suffered with subclinical depression uh, for a brief period of time i would say 6 months 8 months but after that i came out of it and uh, i have joined work and i am doing uh, really well professionally as well as my child is doing really well now so we both are in happy phase but that's what i through your platform i would like to tell the parents those who think that they cannot manage caregiving as autism caregiving as well as their careers then probably you know you need to give a deeper thought to it so there uh, okay if you are uh, trying to think about what society says or what people around you say then believe me they are going to say in whatever you do they are going to say this if you see the post of mine i am very active on social media so i work around autism a lot so i have posted a refrigerator mother's theory a couple of days back so you know so that theory says that a uh, lack of warmth from mother's side is actually the cause of autism that was a hypothesis which was later discredited but if you see this is this has been the trend in the society whatever happens to your child mother is to be blamed blamed first the parents are to be parents are blamed first so this happens in the society so no matter what if you are worrying about the society what people would say then probably that's not the right thing to do so first of all be happy be yourself first do whatever makes you happy and if you are happy then your child will be happy i think that's a great message and so you were able to find that when you followed your heart to go back to work things started being in balance for you yes but i didn't go to the work which i had been doing so i tweaked it i joined another stream in the medical and uh, Yes, at the end of the day, I'm again working with the great people and the great organization. What a journey! How did your uh, husband handle the different stages of your journey? He himself initially for uh, two years. So, as I told you, for two years almost, we were not on the same page. But he realized when he, uh, you know. kept talking to people and also he realized that when he tried i have a single child so we do not have anyone to compare he did not have anyone to compare that's why he took i think uh, a bit of time so he had witnessed all and i think he also moved along with me 
he did he also yeah so he went up and went down along with me but uh, thankfully we have been together in this journey i think that's great i wish for couples out there that they figure out how to stick by each other because it yes, can be yes. it can be a lonely journey and it, when you lose that person that that understands intimately the relationship between the two of you and the child you'll never be able to replace that that's absolutely correct bang on because i can tell you that and i can validate what you are saying because those were the two years which i told you about initially so where we used to have daily tussle daily because even i was going through some emotions he was going through some emotions and when we when we were at home then things were difficult between us because we were not understanding each other he was into his emotional stage i was into mine and i was trying to figure out what all i can do how can i manage my work how can i manage uh, time with kaiser how can i take him to the therapies although my husband always cooperated with the therapies but it was all about mental readiness what were some of the uh, reasons for you being successful to move out of the depression and the grief what do you credit to you having cuz some people never make it out some people live their whole lives in depression over the loss of what they thought they were supposed to have in their family world you know so, shad even i think i would not have come out had uh, that been not because of some incidents you know once i had taken my son to the garden and there we were waiting for uh, uh, the swing in the garden the play area so some children were playing and uh, kaiser was into his usual humming shouting screaming self so and uh, the child who was on the swing he said some nasty thing about him and his mother was standing behind and she was okay with whatever he had said mm and that was a shock of my life because see i can understand that the, the small children sometimes can say nasty thing but you being a parent if you are okay with that that means sometimes you are actually agreeing to what he was saying yeah absolutely so i could feel that rage that anger within me i did not want my child to thrive forget thrive he won't survive in such negative atmosphere so that was the time i thought no i have to come out of what i was thinking Uh, come out of my shell because i understand my child needs me and more than my child i think society needs to uh, understand not only understand to be aware to accept and to have a sight of there are other people different people and uh, so whatever my son was doing it was out of his sensory needs out of his uh, sensory demands and if those were being called with some kind of very nasty stuff then i wasn't ready to take that up so that was the time i thought okay i need to get out of it i need to do something and uh, then i started working on so i enrolled myself to various courses so if i'm saying that i should not have left my job i should i could have uh, managed that thing then i would probably also have to think of that period as boon for me because i could work on myself on all the aspect of health my mental health physical health my emotional health spiritual health i enrolled myself to the various courses right from nutrition to fitness to you know the special education and also how to handle this social media because i am not that uh, savvy person so 
and how i can create awareness how can work around it and uh, that was i have even uh, written ebook so that is also available on amazon which was about self discovery through autism parenting so i have mentioned about this phase of my life where you know so that phase was very crucial where i could discover myself so i revived i was a very heavy person heavy looking person i worked on myself my son was uh, he was parsh he was completely non verbal now he is partially verbal so wow. what i'm trying to say is it didn't only help me to come out of the dark spell of my life but it also worked in my son's favor amazing so now you remember the neonet who didn't even sleep for 2 hours a day now this guy sleeps for 8 hours really? 9 hours wow. yeah wow that's immense i could even sleep unbelievable <laughs> yeah those many hours so i have developed a system for myself for my family wherein i divide my time between my work and my child work and family and uh, so when i'm working my child is in a safe hands so we have tutor we go to the therapies and all those things we have done we have created a system for ourselves and those things are working in our favor so that's what i'm trying to tell uh, parents uh, i'm also working as a consultant autism consultant and i have been in contact with many parents in the world some parents from usa some parents from uk and the other parts of the world as well so no matter what which country you are from the basic problems of ours the special world are similar that's awesome and, uh, yeah so that's beautiful and i'm glad that you're providing that for people because i often for me i feel like the well-being of my child is dependent on the well-being of my emotional health that my child doesn't need to change i only need to change so i want to promote self-care mostly yes. but a lot of people don't want to talk about self-care they want to talk about the autism or whatever it is that they can't do but there's no healing or growth in the problem you know the healing and the growth is inside us right um yes. i support your message full-heartedly and thank you so much Can you tell us what um what a challenging day looks like for you and your child now like what's a difficult day look like Okay so we get meltdowns not very often but if i have to put it in to statistics then probably once or twice a month we get those full blown meltdowns so uh sometimes the reason could be mom wasn't available for whole day or sometimes uh, his sensory needs are so overwhelming that he couldn't contain those within him so but otherwise our challenges have reduced a lot i tell you uh, an incident which had happened some 4 5 years back before his diagnosis was made he was i think a one and a half year old year old so we were at a railway station we were trying to catch a train and uh, so we were waiting for the train and in india as you understand we have a lot of people a lot of people whatever is your definition of lot this is much more than that so on the railway station there were many of them were there and even the vendors and people were shouting screaming uh, i mean they were having a usual conversation but my son has auditory uh, sensory issues 
So his auditory are overwhelming. So uh, that time I wasn't knowing because his diagnosis was yet to be made. I wasn't aware that uh, he was having auditory sensory issues, auditory, the processing wasn't proper. So that time I remember he went into the meltdown, full blown meltdown. He was crying, he was throwing stuff around, he was rolling on the floor. And all of a sudden, the people around me, they became suspicious of me. They mm. thought the child wasn't mine. Oh. And, you know, they gathered around me. I remember five, five, eight people, five, six people were there. And they started questioning me, is that child yours? Oh, my goodness. Why is he crying? Why is he not listening to you if oh you were gosh. his mother? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was oh. so scared. Yeah, because I was clueless how to handle him, how to deal with those meltdowns. Thankfully, today I'm very well equipped with that. But that time I wasn't knowing. So I was literally in tears and uh, uh, I had uh, my caretaker with me. And uh, so just to, you know, he was so much into meltdown and we I was lactating. Then I had to breastfeed him publicly. And I, I wasn't comfortable with that. So my caretaker, she put a towel in front of me so that I, can, I could comfortably breastfeed my child. And when he started taking the feed, the people around me, they realized that, okay, this uh-huh. child belongs to her. So leave them alone. Wow. So that was a tough time, man. Yeah. Such a tough time. I yeah. was scared. I was into tears. I didn't know how to handle what to do. I thought I was such a useless mother. So just imagine someone who was dreaming to be uh, a perfect mother and she couldn't even handle the meltdown. And she had to go through the things which she wasn't comfortable publicly. So uh, when I look back at those times and when I look at now, so I think God has been great to us. <laughs> Things are improving and I'm quite comfortable. He's very comfortable with me now. So I am a self-proclaimed gypsy. I go out, I take him out. He's a traveler now. Kaiser is a traveler. Oh, we, that's sweet. Yeah, we travel by train, by aeroplane, by buses, auto rickshaws, bikes, cycles. And most of the time he's comfortable. Most of the time. You so, sound like a fun mom. <laughs> you sound like a lot of fun. I bet he has a lot of fun hanging out with you. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. We are kind of buddy when we go around. <laughs> so what are you excited about um, for him today and in his future? What's something you're looking forward to? I am against the idea of uh, putting a structure and having something very rigid as his future. Okay. I am letting him flow whatever he does whatever he is comfortable with. And if serendipitously, if I discover something, okay, I can give more of exposure of something to him so that he develops his skills further into that particular area, then I'll probably look at it in that way. But as of now, I'm not uh, giving any kind of structure to it, any expectations, any demands. I'm not putting any kind of demands to him. I like that. Have you had good success with caretakers or has it been challenging to have good caretakers to support your family? 
depending upon the person i had two caretakers so i know what their strength areas are and what their challenge areas are so i allot the tasks which are suiting to their skill sets and not my expectations so if someone is not comfortable with the idea of making him sit and do something so i do not force them to do that and there have been even times when i know that i have something very urgent and important to work upon as my profession demands sometimes so that time even i am okay with the idea so that might sound little harsh to people but i'm rather okay with the idea he doing nothing but in a comfortable and safe environment with someone looking after him and i'm doing my work so sometimes even that phases come and i'm comfortable with it i like that i think that's realistic i think i struggle to get caretakers sometimes because i have both my kids are not potty trained that's challenging people that i found i've struggled to find i have good people now and it makes life very different for me the difference between my life with good support and not good support is very different yes i completely agree with you there had been times when we did not have caretakers at all so and my husband was away too so that time i and my son we both were there so that time too see you can judge me on this i have no issues so i had my work my child and i knew that some there are certain things where i know if i give that thing to him he would be object engaged although that stage is not encouraged there is uh, nothing to talk about it or promote it but there had been times i needed to attend some urgent phone calls make some urgent emails so that time i knew that this is if i give this object to him he will be engaged to that object and by doing that i am keeping him safe and i parallelly i'm working on my task and also he is being looked after by me so when he he sits at one place with that object i know he is not going to move he is not going to explore something dangerous in the house mm-hmm. or uh, and also uh, he is sitting right in front of me so i do that sometimes and i have no qualms in uh, you know admitting that yeah no. i think that's that's realistic thing i'm not talking about something uh, very ideal scenarios i have my ways of coping up my ways of managing and if i am getting good outcome if my at the end of the day if my child is happy and i am happy then why not to do that i agree i mean for us it's blues clues i mean he my son has seen blues clues more he's seen one episode a thousand times maybe i don't even know hundreds hundreds i feel bad sometimes sometimes i don't but um i do what i do to get through so if parent is listening to this show and they're struggling what would you suggest for them i would rather suggest that whatever time you are spending with the child make that a quality time so i believe in learning through play so that that not only create that bond with that child but also you can you know push your agenda so i believe that all of us we all parents we have agenda certain agenda okay i uh, so he's not potty trained then i have to make him learn some things so i'll do this through play and i my agenda is now clear i have to train potty train him so through that play you can push your agendas too 
but the important point is whenever you are with your child and uh, having that time and not working your keep your head clear of all other thoughts when you are with your child be with him 100% do uh-huh. not let your mind occupied with something okay what is happening i have to send that email no something someone has said something to me that's this thing that's clear your head out of all this clutter when you are with him be with him 100% you can come out of with lot of ideas whatever uh, resources you have at home you can come out of hundreds of ideas with those and you can work around you can push your agenda and, and without letting him know that you're pushing your agenda right. you're trying to make him work and uh, let him smile let him be happy and when you are quite occupied with your work or you are planning to do something see you cannot be on that quality time quality parent mode full time you know right all 24 hours you cannot be that most efficient parent of the world you cannot be on that mode so you have to divide your time so being highly so it's like uh, you know impulses so you are giving him activities impulses you are as a that quality parent impulses and then you are working on yourself on your work or whatever you have something to do at home and so if you go in a cyclical way for me it works and i'm sure it would work for others too are you a good planner i have become a better planner that's what i can say what helped me was um my morning routine because my morning routine it gives me clarity yeah when i have clarity then i can do the things that you're talking about when i don't have clarity then i trying to do you know then it feels like you're there's 10,000 things that you're never going to finish and i'm not good at any of the tasks i'm not good with my child i'm not good with the task i'm not good with my business but when i take time in the morning to get clarity i do less but i do it better that's what i'm hearing uh when you're saying spend quality time smaller amounts but make it quality and deep connection so that's been good for me i i would imagine that some of the people the parents that you work with that those are some of the benefits that they realize when they work with you can you tell us yes. a little bit about what happens for a parent when they work with you that benefits them as a parent or can you tell us a little bit about that relationship so currently i'm working with parents who's uh Uh, autistic children are between the age group or uh, below the age of 6 years old so we are working on how to be caregiving how a caregiving should be so for working parents especially working parents how to manage your work as well as caregiving so if i have to put it in a short so career for caregivers autism caregivers so that's the concept i have been working around and uh, so you see uh, most of our kids they are on therapies no doubt about it so uh, but in the therapies there are certain areas there are certain goals for an example to making the child identify colors yellow red whatever so those are the goals but when you are spending 24 hours with your child those are not your goals your goals are making the child ready for his daily routine to making him ready to have his own meal to brush his teeth to wear his pants to wear his shirts to wear his uh, shoes so those are your goals 
in therapies, the goals are different. So that's what I believe in. Therapies should be there. They are the integral part of uh, the management, the care. But as parents, as caregivers, you have to be uh, trained for that. That's what I believe in. And that's, that's the reason right. I went through all the courses, whichever courses were available. I went through all of them so that I could get hang of it because I wanted to first unlearn, which I had learned through the books when I was pregnant. I wanted to unlearn that first and then learn it in an autism way. Yes. So, yeah. So that's what I keep telling the parents. And thankfully, my parents are doing well. My kids are doing well. Sounds great. It sounds like a very, um, a very real journey, but also realistic for some parents that are just finding out or they they haven't even had their child diagnosed, but they know something. I mean, they, it looks like the mountain is, you know, ahead of them is too big to climb, but it's not too big to climb because you climbed it and you came out the other side. And, and so did I, to some extent. That's what you made a point when you said that uh, you thought that when you mentioned sometime that that first you have to be, you know, sound as a parent first and then you can work with your child. That's the trick. That's the mantra. So just imagine if I'm occupied with something, if I'm feeling low when I was in my phase of depression, I tell you the the very motto for the very objective for which I had left my very dear thing which was very dear to me i had left my career to for that objective but i couldn't do that when i was in depression mm -hmm. i was supposed to be with my child spending quality time all 24 7 because i didn't have anything else to do but i couldn't do that yeah i just used to stare the walls or yeah. just be on the bed Brutal. and doing nothing and uh, yeah and telling kaiser just you sit here, I'm not going to look after you, man. You do this. Even I have left him object engaged for uh, most of the time of the day because I was into my dark spell. Brutal. So that's you were bang on when you said that. So, but I, if I'm happy, if I know that, okay, I have a time. Now, even when I get five minutes, 10 minutes, when I have my calls, back-to-back -back calls, and I get 10 minutes, I go out. I mean, I go out of the room and I go into the living room and I play with him all 10 minutes, all kind of, you know, the full kind of so uh, pillow fight or throwing balls or doing things like that where he's learning, I am unleashing. And uh, so it works both way. So when he's happy, when I see him, you know, my son... <laughs> He has started uh, singing now. now. <laughs> so he has a lot of word approximations, not clear words. Like if it is, you know, the Johnny Johnny, he would say Johnny Johnny, pa pa pa, chi chi chu chu, no pa pa, telela, no pa pa, oh pa pa. It is so adorable, you know, when he sings. So, uh, these are my achievements. These are my moments. These are my proud moments when he does this. I tell you, Shad, I have been working on uh, making him learn his personally identifiable information, his name, uh, spelling, 
and uh, you know phone number then now i had been working on this i'm still working on it two years and today if i ask him what's your name kaita kaita and i'm like wow oh my god i did it yes you did <laughs> yes i did it so even if you get 10 minutes 5 minutes you can work on your agenda without making him know that you're actually working on it i love so that i'm grateful you made you made it through your different stages um because you're very inspiring you're an inspiring person and i think that people will want to to work with you because you exude excitement for life and i can you you inspire me so thank you for that and how do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about their challenges so first of all thank you so much if you think uh, what i'm saying is quite uh, making sense to you so let me tell you that all of us all special parents we keep inspiring ourselves each other so it's a uh, and that's how we keep going you inspire me a lot i have gone through the various interviews you have been conducting and those are very inspiring all your guests they speak so much from depth of their heart mm. so that's very inspiring to listen to them to get whatever needed out of them so thank you you are doing a great job awesome keep doing that and i'm so honored to be a part of your show and podcast oh. now coming to what you asked how can uh, people contact me i am present on social media with the same name uh, which i had written here dr bhavna bishinde i am present on facebook instagram and linkedin so they can contact me over there i have been very active on social media i keep posting stuff uh, and those are all interesting stuff i get quite a good feedback about it so wherein you can see the glimpses of my personal life as well as uh, i also share the medical bits the therapy bits and uh, the workout bits my wednesdays are workout wednesdays oh. so very yeah so since i am trained a fitness professional so i got my training from my mentor uh, late kaizad kapadia sir who has re- revolutionized uh, indian fitness industry so and i am actually making my son workout so if you see my son uh, doing plank today so he can even sustain for more than 60 seconds wow yeah he does that wow. and there are various workout routines we have been doing together he does with me and he enjoys that the important part is he enjoys that yes <laughs> so that's great yeah that's, so i will put in the show notes um obviously your name and for people to look for you there i'm going to look i i want to find out about workout wednesday and see what that's all about and um i hope you stay in touch with the show and and um we can continue this journey together uh from wherever we are in the world together uh i would like sure. that if that's I, uh, i i would love to so thank you for being on the show today and taking the time out I, i know you're very busy come and talk to us so thank you so much for being with us Thank you so much for having your show. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Sure. Looking okay. forward to it. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye.
This concludes our show for today, and I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. So long.